Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the FPL Fan Show. My name's Connor. My name's Callum. And this is the show for you, the fans of Fancy Premier League. It's the last game week of the season. Can you believe it, mate? It's so sad. It's gone so quick, hasn't it? Depressing. I mean, I guess our family's get to see us again. I have to see my girlfriend. Oh, oh shocking. <laughs> but we've had so many questions in regards to game week 38 plus free hitting. So we've decided to do an episode which solely focuses on the best 11 players to pick for your free hit and the teams to target. And don't worry, if you're not free hitting this game week, we're still going to be covering all the essential players to help you with your FPL plans. It's time for us to pick the best free hit 11. We'll each take turns to pick a player, and it is worth saying that we are recording this episode before a couple of the games are finished, so don't hate us yeah, if something don't. goes wrong. <laughs> so for our free hit strategy, we've decided to go for a 3-5-2 formation, and we're going to be solely investing in the starting 11, so we're going to be adopting a cheaper bench. We think that strategy allows for you to maximise the most points in this game week. It's time for us now to look at the goalkeepers. We need to pick one starting goalkeeper. So do you want to tell everyone who we're going for? Yeah, yeah, of course. So our first pick is going to be Burnley's Nick Pope. So been Mr. Consistent really at the back end of the season. Mm. Obviously had a bit of a blip at the start, but Burnley being Burnley have just gone back to their old ways. Looked really solid. Yeah. Um, decent results recently. And for me, Nick Pope is just the value pick. Yes. Um, he's just Mr. Consistent, as I mentioned. And with the fixture that they have at home to Brighton, who have nothing to play for, I yeah, just nothing. think it's just got a clean sheet. It's got over them, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think they have a bit of a caveat there with Ben Mee and Taylor being injured and a bit of a doubt for the game, but I just think they have enough there to go home with a clean sheet. So I think our first pick is going to be Nick Pope. Yeah. He's a great option, isn't he? Yeah, he's it solid. Is. I think if you're looking to kind of save money, goalkeeper is an area you can look at. Mm -hmm. So I think if, if you don't want to go for Pope and you need someone a little bit cheaper, I'd probably advise people to look at Martinez as yeah. well. So you can make maybe a kind of million save thing. I think Arsenal under Arteta are so much better defensively. Yeah, sure. They've done, you know, pretty well since the restart. I know we had a blip at the start, but again, I think Watford's not the easiest fixture, but it's good enough for a defensive return. So if you need to save money, I think Martinez is a good pick as well. Defenders are next on our list, and we're going to be picking three. So, Connor, why don't you tell the FPL fans who we picked? Well, we've gone for arguably the best value player this season. It is Mr. Trent Alexander Arnold. Yeah. I mean, the man has more crosses than a church. He's just been, you know, fantastic the whole way through the season in terms of attacking returns and defensive returns. Now, the slight issue here is that Newcastle, I'd say, is not the easiest mm, fixture, yeah. especially away. I think, you know, Steve Bruce has done a fantastic job. But I think in here is that, you know, Liverpool are champions. This is the last game they're going to be champions. And I just think they're going to want to go out strong. Yep. And I think, you know, with all the different types of returns you can get from him, I just think he's a really solid pick. And I don't think I'd want to go into the game without him. Yeah, I have to agree there. I feel like it does feel like a bit of a chunk of your money mm. on the free hit team. And he hasn't been in his usual form since the restart. Yeah. But you only have to look at his form across the whole entire season to know that he's such a good pick. Yeah. So I think he is a solid first pick for our free hit team in the defence. Tell the FPL fans, Callum, who we've gone for in defence next. Right, well, this probably seems like an absolutely outrageous pick. I'm not going to lie, I forgot this guy even played since the restart, okay? So I'm going to go for Burnley's Phil Bardsley. So, as I mentioned, it's a pretty mental pick. And usually for a free hit team, I can't believe I'm even recommending him. But hear me out. Burnley have got injuries in defence. He's played a fair few games since the restart. And we've already talked about Burnley being solid at the back. 
playing against Brighton at home who have nothing to play for. And I think if you're looking for a cheap option, especially if you're going to be going for Trent, mm. there's a bit of money saved there. I think there's logic there. So yeah. I think that could be a wise pick. I think you're right. I mean, the reason we've gone for him is obviously we probably would have gone for Taylor, but obviously with the hamstring injury mm. he got in the you know the last game or so, I think he's just out of the picture. And for us, Tarkovsky is just too, ex- you know, he's too expensive, isn't he? Yeah, like a million more. It. So I think he's the one to go for just because of the money saving that you can make. For our final defender... Connor, tell the FPL fans who we've gone for. I am so excited and happy to say that we have gone for Lucas Dinya. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm so happy, mate. You had to I, squeeze him in, didn't I you? I did, yeah. I did. So there's no way he was not getting this. Okay, so hear me out. So Everton are playing Bournemouth at home. Okay. And I think it's the last game of the season. Everton, yes, we haven't been great over the last few games. But Dinya has probably been the best player. He's got quite a few assists, and I think in that Bournemouth game they're going to really need to make an impression. I think he's on, you know, he's on set pieces. He's got corners. He might be on penalties, and I just think his crossing is so good. I really think Everton can kind of take advantage of that Bournemouth game. And I think with Ancelotti's last game, I think he's a really, really solid pick. You know, points potential in defence and also attack. So, yeah, Lucas Dinier, what do you think? Okay, yeah, I'm not going to. I'm going to let you have your moment. I think <laughs> I think Everton have been a bit unpredictable recently since the restart but I can't disagree with Dinier it has been the star man there and yeah I can see some points so I'm going to let you have that one yeah he's in so that's our three defenders now time to look at our midfield picks in midfield is where things get really juicy so then Callum tell the people what they deserve who have we picked in midfield so I think it's only right to really look at the fixture of the game week and that's Man City versus Norwich so as we know, we cannot predict Pep. Let's just no. get over that right now. In terms of the midfield options, I think you just got to invest in a player and stick to your guns there. So yeah. I think we're just going to have to go for Kevin De Bruyne, the best player in that Man City team by far. And he's been one of the most consistent picks over the season. Hasn't hit the heights that he did prior no. to lockdown, but since the restart, he's still been decent. Had a bit of rest as well with mm, Pep. He did. And yeah. I just think at home against a Norwich side, you want to be owning one of Man City's best players. He's going to be over set pieces. So for us, I think he's just a no-brainer, he's isn't he, really? He's an no-brainer. He's, he's arguably the most consistent player in that City mm-hmm. team. And I think when you're picking a free hit, I think that's a really integral element. Because yep. it kind of just guarantees points on the board. So it lets you get off to a good start, doesn't yeah, it? No. So, yeah, the Ginger King is one for us. Our next pick is the legend and Spanish magician that is David Silva. Oh, yeah. I mean, he has been an unbelievable player, player for Man City. Yeah. I mean, we just say, apart from FBL, football-wise, an unbelievable yeah, player. Yeah, he's so missed. I think we're so lucky to have watched him over the last few years and, yeah, phenomenal talent. Anyway, in terms of FPL, you know, this is going to be, we think, his last game for City, yeah, isn't it? Seems like it, yeah. You know, we know they've got the FA Cup and there's Champions League and things like that, but he will start. We're pretty yeah. sure he will start. And he has been in incredible form, hasn't he, the last few games. Some of the balls he puts in, some of the crosses. Yeah. I mean, I, I really think he's going to get a couple of assists against Norwich. Yeah. And I just think he's a decent prize as well. You know, kind of mid, mid-range, mid mm-hmm. so you can save a little bit of money. I think, yeah, David Silva's one for us. Yeah, I, I think he's that value pick at that price range. And it would be ultimate pep to drop mm-hmm. him now. I think he's the one player we can guarantee mm-hmm. he's going to get game time. So I think David Silva is just a great pick. Our next pick is the absolute world-class talent that is David Silva. Yeah, well I mean, played. yeah, the man has just given us everything the last 10 years, yeah. hasn't he? What the talent he is. Yeah, I think we're great. really going to miss him in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, you won't see many yeah. players like oh, him again. Oh, definitely not, definitely not. 
Um, I think in terms of FPL, he's just a great option for this game. I mean, firstly, it's worth saying, he's been in such incredible form yes, yes. over the last few game weeks. You know, in terms of assisting and even scoring you know, some free kicks mm-hmm. and goals outside the box. I think with this being his last game in the Premier League, I just think it, that makes him a must-pick. Yeah. He's at a fairly nice price, you know, kind of middle of the range, which means you can invest some of that money elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the Norwich game, we know, is kind of prime for points, yeah. at least we think so. So, yeah, our pick here is going to be David Silva. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I have to agree there. As you mentioned, mm. price-wise, I can't see many better options no. in that range. No. When he's been playing 90 minutes for Man City, he's looked one of the most creative in that side. And, as you mentioned, the main thing is trying to predict Pep. And, mm. you know, I think personally he has to play David yeah, Silva's last he game, doesn't he? he? So, David Silva, great pick for a free hit team. Our third midfield spot goes to Bruno Fernandes. So, whereas the other players so far, I think we've been mm. picking due to fixture, I think mm. with Fernandes, sometimes you've got to accept when you do play your free hit that there are certain players in form yeah. that you kind of just have to own. Yeah. Um, his ownership is obviously Massive. Yeah, big, isn't it? Huge. And sometimes you have to play almost a shield option in your side. And Fernandez, rightfully so, should be in most free hit sides. Tricky fixture away mm. yeah. to Leicester. But as we know, Leicester haven't been on the best no. of form. They've kind of crumbled since the restart. And yeah. Man United have been looking so ominous in attack. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think that Bruno Fernandes is yeah. just a great pick in this team. I think he's a very safe pick. And like you say, it's kind of the, the form over the fixture. Yeah. I think with you know United, obviously, and Leicester chasing Europe, mm-hmm. I just think he's going to play on you know, set pieces, penalties. Yeah. You know, Arguably, he's been the signing of the season. Yeah, he's just yeah. been fantastic. So I think he's a must if you're on free here, really. Yeah. So who are we going for next? Well, I'm absolutely buzzing because I actually get to pick two Everton players what? in our free hit Who's team. left? Yeah, I mean, you heard that Liverpool fans, you may have won the league, but we've got two Everton players <laughs> in our free hit I didn't sign up to this, but keep going, mate. <laughs> so happy. So the player we've gone for is the Brazilian Dynamo that is Richarlison. Now, I think with Richarlison, I think he's gone under the radar the whole season. Yeah. He's been so consistent. I think he's a fantastic player. Yeah. The great thing about Richarlison is he basically plays as a forward. Yeah, he, does. he tends to play just off Calvert-Lewin. I think, you know, the game against Bournemouth, I, I know it's been hard for Bournemouth but they're not great defensively mm-hmm. I think Everton are going to go out to try and at least end the season well it hasn't been a great season but I think he's probably been Everton's best, you know, best player this yep. year so yeah I think Richarlison's a good pick for your free hit 11 yeah I like that I think Everton have been a bit ropey since mm. the restart but at home they have got a decent yeah, record they as do. You know. we do. so yeah. I think as you mentioned playing out of position up front he has gone under the ring I really do like him as a pick yeah. so at that price range could be a really good differential yeah. to own Callum the question that everyone wants to know, mm. who is our final midfield pick? Yeah, so we've been a little bit greedy here, haven't mm, we? we have. We've already got two Man City midfielders, so why not we just pick a third, really? So Raheem Sterling is going to be taking the last spot in our midfield. And the main reason for that is just he's been looking so good since mm, the restart. He and he's he's been playing, obviously, still in the same position, but... For some reason, something's clicked with him. Mm. He's just getting in the areas that we didn't see before lockdown. Mm. And with this fixture, it's just too hard to ignore it. it. I think a triple up in Man City midfield is just the way to go. Obviously, minutes could be a, an issue, but mm. I see no reason why Sterling isn't going to be no. getting decent game time against Norwich. Yeah, I think so. I mean, this is the decision that we kind of really struggle with the yeah. most. It's something that we spent quite a lot of time yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, I think, as you say, Sterling's had a really strange season. I mean, I think it was game week one where he scored a hat-trick against mm. West Ham, and then he did kind of nothing for 
ages. Yeah. But since the restart, he's really come back into his own. I think he's getting into the box more. His finishing has been a lot better. Mm-hmm. And he just looks a lot more dangerous, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, I think the reason we came to the decision that we did is because when we didn't have him in the team, it just felt horrible, didn't mm-hmm. it? I think, you know, he's been the best player in yeah, form since so the whole good. restart. So we couldn't not include him, really. So, yeah, he's a must for our free hit yeah. team, isn't he? So that's the midfielders covered. I think we've got some decent five there. So it's time to look at the forwards. We think there are plenty of forward options for free hitting in game week 38 plus. So we've got the pressure of picking mm. two for our side. So who are we going for, mate? Well, this was really difficult, it was. wasn't it? Because there's quite a few different options where you, you, know, you can go for. But in the end, for our first pick, we decided to go for a Bamyang. Now, he's been pretty consistent all season, yeah. hasn't he? And obviously, he's chasing the golden boot, which is always a factor. I think Arsenal at home, which kind of plays in his favour. Not the easiest game mm. versus Watford, but I just think, you know, he's a quality finisher. Yeah. I think Arsenal will be looking to finish strong, so Aubameyang is our first striker pick. Yeah, I like Aubameyang. I think he's one of them players that you almost are fearful mm. not to own at home. Yeah. He's got a decent record at home, and as you mentioned, mm. he's... He's just FPL proven class, yeah. so I think he's a great pick to having a free hit sides. It's time for our final pick, Callum. So, mm-hmm. do you want to tell the viewers who we've gone for up top? Yeah, so we've decided on another golden boot chaser, and that's Southampton's Danny Ings. So, arguably, that's quite a tricky fixture against mm. Sheffield United at home, but the way he's been playing post uh, lockdown, he's just been in great form, yes. really, hasn't he? Yeah. You know, he's been so consistent throughout the season and at its price range, he's still offering amazing FPL mm. value. So he just provides that great forward slot to sit alongside Aubameyang. Yeah. I think Sheffield United are going to pose a threat. Yeah. I think the way Southampton are playing, they're going to be looking for a solid home performance. Definitely. And I think, yeah, like you said, you know, Sheffield United are quite good defensively, mm. but Ings is such a lethal yeah, finisher. You know, he only needs like one chance, maybe two. And I think mm. chasing that golden boot, he, he's going to be really going out to get a goal. So, yeah, we think Danny Ings is a great pick. We have to say that the one player we really wanted, but we kind of decided against, was Jesus yeah. against Norwich. We think, you know, Norwich struggle playing against forwards, and Jesus has been in really good form yeah, since the restart. So, you know, if you're looking for another City player, we think Jesus is a really yeah, good option as well. So, just to recap, we've gone for Pope in goal, Dean Bardsley, and Trent at the back. In midfield, we've got De Bruyne, David Silva, Sterling, Richarlison, mm-hmm. and Fernandez. And then up top, we've gone for Aubameyang and Ings. Now, the next question, Callum, is who's going to be the captain? Well, we've picked a decent side for the three-hit mm, team. Plenty size. of options. But we've decided to go for Raheem Sterling. Explosiveness, form and fixtures mm. just kind of all tie up to Raheem together. Sterling, don't they? So we advise go for Raheem Sterling as your captaincy pick. So that draws an end to the final game week of the season. Can you believe it? Mad. Crazy. Crazy, mate. I know. We just want to say a massive thank you to all of you guys, the FPL fans, who've been tuning in and watching our episodes. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you to all those that have subscribed. And if you haven't already, be sure to like, subscribe, and don't forget to hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on any future videos. And don't worry, FPL fans. We will be back next week with an end-of-season review and we'll cover all the hot topics from the final game week of the season. Good luck, all. See you next time.